This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Back with Neil Kennedy and Five Star Man. We're talking about the Five Star Man movement. What are the five passions? The thing that I I noticed when I was reading this, Neil, is that uh, it's kind of like each one of these is kind of like a wheel, you know, another spoke on a wheel. And if one is off, then, you know, your wheel's not going to work right. It's kind of going to wobble. So these are really unique and, and quite interesting. Can we walk through what these look like? Well, the first one is, um, again, the word ish can be categorized. And by the way, the word five-star man, sometimes people think that's the ranking of a man's uh, or manhood of the male. But it's it's really not the ranking of the male. It's identifying um, each of those purposes and amazingly, you can put all of the purposes of a man in those five categories. Adventure spirit, meaning that every one of us is is built for the, the adventure. There's something in our DNA, our makeup, that calls us out into the field of contest. Mm-hmm. It could be a football field. It could be a baseball field. It could be golf. Or it could be a battlefield. But the fact of the matter is that that's where men relate. Men relate shoulder to shoulder facing a challenge together. And so when we're on that field of contest, there's something about that that draws us as men courage, this incredible ability to risk everything. And um, so that adventure spirit is amazingly uh, strong for us. And that's really what helps drive the second one, and that is to be an entrepreneur. And God, I believe, gave each of us, and I really believe this. This is a deep, deep conviction that I have that every man has within himself his own economy, Mm -hmm. that you are not relying upon what someone else does. You're relying upon the gift that you define, you you find that you you have within you. You sharpen that gift. You draw upon that gift. And literally, men will come to you and want to make an exchange Mm -hmm. simply because that gift isn't accessible to someone else unless you draw it out. For example... You look at the the resources of the earth. The resources of the earth are on deposit. And by the procreativity nature of man, we have the ability to find those resources, draw them out, and manipulate. Not Well, that's a, maybe not the best word, but let's see, use cultivate those resources in order to be a benefit to us, for example, oil, coal, electricity, you harness 
what the earth is, even water. Yeah. Water is is incredibly destructive if it's not channeled. But if it's channeled, we can manipulate it to our advantage. The same way with oil, coal, electricity, wind, Mm -hmm. solar, everything else. And there's so much more that we haven't even yet discovered yet. But I believe God is wise enough to put on deposit within the creation more than enough resources than all of his creation needs. There's abundance here. And so we're not running out of resources. We just haven't discovered what we need. And so the same way with man. Man is this unique being made of dirt, but God's breath lives within him. And if we look beneath the surface of something, we'll find what God has already placed within him. And I don't believe that you can fully, I think you can find some of it, but I don't think you can fully discover what God placed there without being in connectivity with your source. Mm Mm-hmm. For example, if you take the fish out of the sea, it dies. If you uproot a tree out of the soil, it dies. Mm. And if you remove God out of man, he dies. And so we'll never know our potential unless we're connected to our source. Now, this is a very important as an entrepreneur because you got this procreativity pro nature of you wanting to start a business, wanting to do something, take an idea mm-hmm. and cultivate it to become a tangible, tangible product that you want millions of people mm-hmm. to to want to make an exchange with you. Uh, and that's the nature of being entrepreneurial. Uh, the word entrepreneurial being a French word meaning really to procreate. It means to, you know, create. And so, um, you know, that purpose is there. The The adventure spirit is interconnected with that, giving the entrepreneur the ability to take risks. And that's a little bit different. Well, it's not a little bit different. It's a huge difference between being a risk taker entrepreneur and a, an indentured servant saying, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to use all of the gifting that God gave me and I'm going to exchange it for salary, Mm -hmm. put whatever minimum wage or even the, you know, I don't care how much zero, how many zeros you put at the end of it. If, you know, if if all you're doing is exchanging it, then you're indentured to some degree. You know, going back to what you were saying, I want to come when you talk about this entrepreneurial spirit. And uh, it really is interesting about having our own economy, because I'm, I'm reminded by that quote that says, if we worried more about what was going on in our house than the White House, then things would be all right, or you know, I'm paraphrasing that, but it kind of really does start with that, doesn't it? It starts with what's going on in your own house, and being able to take responsibility for everything from you know uh, feeding, bringing the you know, bring, if you want to say bringing home the baking, you know, bringing the food home, you know, killing it and bringing it back. Uh, or you know you can you can put you can put that in terms of just just the overall spirit or or the the mindset of of the the house and and how people act. Well, you're using the metaphor of a house, so let's even talk about a room in the house, and as I call it, the closet principle. It's the things that are hidden. I believe is what moves you publicly. Hmm. 
And so um, if I don't take care of what no one else sees, then eventually that's going to be exposed. Yeah. Um, if if I don't take care of you know my relationships, if I don't take care of my business, if whatever whatever I'm trying to hide is really what's going to be exposed. Well, that can be the negative or it can be the positive. So um, it's saying talking about taking care of our house. Um, if you really want to know the character of a person. Uh, what what do people uh, admit to doing when they go to someone's apartment or house? They what do they do? They when they go to the restroom, <laughs> they open what? They always open up the medicine cabinet. And that's there not you me. go. I don't do that. There's so <laughs> many secrets in the medicine cabinet, right? Right, right. And so that is the closet principle. Mm-hmm. And if that's not in order, it exposes so much. Mm. And so what we need to do, first of all, is focus on our own closets, you know, uh, open up the drawer and say, "Okay, why is this cluttered? Mm -hmm. Okay, if I want to create order in my life and I've told people this many, many times, if you'll if you want order in your life. Start cleaning your closet. I just did it. You know, it's so funny. I I literally just did this every time. I've done this multiple times, and I've actually started making it a a a very intentional, again, on purpose thing that I that I'm every quarter I set to go and I look like I just looked in my closet and say, is there anything in here that I haven't worn? in you know a few years or whatever it is right and i looked and i pulled some things out and there's things that i'm holding on to or there's things that are caught you know just why am i holding on to this why is it causing clutter and and here's the other thing that i that i came to grips with too is why am i hoarding this when somebody else would get better when i can bless someone else with this yeah somebody else would get better use of you know, shirts and shoes and things that I hadn't worn, and some of the stuff new. What, what do you, what you consider as um, trash? Yeah, someone else may consider a treasure. Absolutely. And so, um, here's another part of the closet principle: is um, you can't have in your life what you don't make room for. Yeah, that's true. So, for example. The, the woman that's complaining about not having anything to wear, I mean, if she pulls one dress out out from the, you know, the the compact closet that she has, yeah. you know, it'll all spring out. I mean, you've seen the closet so oh, yeah. full that mm-hmm. if, if she re- she removes one hanger, <laughs> it's all going to come apart. The reality is uh, if we we can't have in our life what we don't want have room for yeah and so okay let's go one one step beyond just quarterly cleaning your closet Mm -hmm. what would happen in your life if when you enter the day and when you exit the day if you are intentionally making decisions to have order to fulfill your purpose yeah so for example you, you come home and you throw his shirt down. Okay. And the question is, did you create order or cause disorder by that action? <laughs> and you're going to, somebody's going to pick it up. Somebody's going to have to pick that up. Yeah. So why not just deal with it at that moment mm-hmm. 
okay, now we're talking about living on purpose. Yeah. What would happen if we would think of purpose all the way down to that level of living? Yeah. Well, all of a sudden you're going to find that you have you have more time on your hand. For example, kind of zoning out just watching television. Yeah. What what would happen in the 30 minutes or an hour that you've invested into someone else's reality show which is <laughs> has no actual reality to it? Mm-hmm. What would happen if you spent that time in developing relationship with your wife or uh, your children instead of just saying, I'm just too tired and I, I just need to relax. Doc, you need to find a different way of dealing with that. And it's your life, man. And yeah. we're creationists. Let's be let's be procreative in every word and everything that we do if we're going to be living on purpose. You know, Neil, when you say that we're creationists and you we either create our own order or disorder, it's funny because one of the biggest things that I think helped me make this shift and transition in my life was understanding that when I said, you know, I had this dream job that turned into a nightmare, and there's so many different things that happened, but talking about how I had to accept the responsibility for my role in in all of it. And it's very, it you know, people, it's a hard thing to do. People don't want to, to, to realize that we, we have this free will. And, uh, you know, I had to say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm responsible for some of this. Uh, and I realized this was the good news of it, that if I was responsible for creating some of that chaos, that I could be responsible for creating some of the order on the on the flip side of it. That's a great way of saying it. That's I mean, the reality is, um, you know, a lot of times we start living in a fantasy and we start thinking that. Um, we're just living this thing out almost like a movie script mm-hmm. that we wrote um, or we kind of forecasted without the involvement of our creator. And um, on the other hand, you have people that say, well, um, he he wrote the script and I'm just everything happens for a reason. Well, <laughs> if you're going to live that way, then, you know, uh, it, it's not it's not fate. Uh, that we're living by it's faith that we're living by mm. and and so case uh, raw sera whatever it will be will be forget that theology that that's horrible mm-hmm. because I wake up in the morning and I choose to make my bed yeah you know no one else you know the the world spinning and taking trips around the sun is not going to make my bed and it's not going to design my life and God has given us uh, the freedom to make decisions. And I've learned that men make plans, but God's purpose prevails. So that means that I want to live by his purposes. And if, and if I choose plans that are not in line with God's purposes, then I'll enter into confusion. So I want to live the purpose of God through my life as a man, as a man uh, over the appetites of my body. My purpose dictates my appetites. My appetites determine my emotions. Uh, 
rather than my emotions dictating, you know, giving me uncontrolled appetites and my appetites perverting my purpose. So I want to live according to, to God's purpose for my life as a man, personally, as a husband, faithfully to my wife, as a father to my children, and as someone who leaves a legacy for my grandchildren. And so with all of this comes this intentionality to wake up in the morning and say, this is my life. I'm going to pursue it on purpose, and I'm going to do it with God's help. And at the end of my days, I want to be able to say, uh, okay, I've done well. Uh, I want to be able to, um, to hear my children speak to their children. We serve the God of my father because of the life that he's been able to live. So we've only made it through a couple so far with Neil Kennedy of the five different passions with Five Star Man. What are the rest? We're going to get to those. Plus, I really want to find out if somebody's listening right now and they, they're kind of stuck, you know, um, they're trying to figure out what does this all mean? What is it all about? They're trying to find their purpose. Uh, for me, it was radio for many years. Now it's a little different. I want to talk about that next, Neil. How can they? By the way, if you'd love to win one of Neil's books, I'll give you a pick of the many that he's written. Just text the number 44222. That's 44222. And text in five star to the number 44222. Now that's all one word. F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R. Five star to 44222. Send us your email and then you'll automatically be in the running to win one of Neil's books. Five star man, you pick. Good luck. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network.